Hey, 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 everybody. It's the Mate guys coming at you with some more Mate to talk about. Um, yep. And, and, uh, yep. Very <laughs> interesting topics today. Yep. Good material. We got some, we got some good stuff. Uh, what we don't have is uh, any follow-up, I don't think. So uh, we will <laughs> we will just move straight into uh, the topic at hand. Um, but if you do have questions or comments or anything like that, don't forget that you can email us at mateguys at gmail.com. And we- definitely listen until the end because at the end we're going to have a special little announcement which will involve that email address. So listen to the end. And if you just skip to the end, don't do that because I'll know and I'll be sad. <laughs> we we cre- yep, we'll, we'll we'll cry real tears. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, so today we're going to be starting a, uh, a a sort of not really a series, but we're going to be actually reviewing. Pretty much all the varieties from one brand. We're just going to be splitting it up into probably maybe two, maybe three, but probably two episodes. Um, and that brand is uh, FD Sherba. Sherba FD or FD, right? Is probably what they say down yonder. Down, um, down there. Uh, more, more down. maybe more commonly known in in United States as Federico. Or more incorrectly yes. known as, right. So if you've ever heard of Sherba Federico or Sherba FD, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, and today we're going to be talking about two specific varieties out of their lineup. Um, and I, so I'm trying to think. What is it? They have six different varieties, right? Is that what yeah, it is? Six. Six different varieties. Um, and four of them right four of them yeah four of them hmm. are uh, compuestas right so correct. mate sherba mixed with other business and we're going to leave those for another episode but today we're going to be talking about the two pure sherba varieties okay um so we're going to be talking today about la mejor fd and federico fd Okay, so these are their two pure sherba varieties, and we're going to talk about them today. Um, and before we get into that, uh, definitely a special shout out to uh, two different groups in particular. Number one, to of course our friends at Tango Foods, um, who helped hook um, hook us up with some free sherba. Um, hooked me up specifically with some free sherba because you know I'm in the U.S., so it's easy to get it to me. Um, but so so thank you 100% to uh, our friends over at Tango Foods USA, um, and we do actually have a discount code again for these two varieties, um, the La Mejor and the Federico. The code is Federico hyphen 15. So I'll put that. Uh, somewhere where you will be able to see it. <laughs> um, or you can just remember that it is Federico, all one word, hyphen 15. And that's good for 15% off um, either the La Mejor or the Federico. And that is good uh, all the way through the month of March. Okay. And also, 
want a special shout out to the folks over at the company Rio Itambe SA probably saying that totally wrong but that is the actual company that produces the sherba um, and they were not only instrumental in getting um, a lot of the information that we're going to talk about today um, to us but they also hooked up Clark who's down old South America way with some free sherba as well so huge props to uh, to Frank over at Rio Itambe. Um, we couldn't have done this episode without you and without our friends at Tango Foods. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. For real. All right. Seriously. So uh, we do have some information, information here about the company. So the company is based in Paraguay. Shocker, because we are, of course, talking about some Paraguayan sherbas wasn't 100% clear, we did not say that, but if you're familiar with Federico, FD, whatever you want to call it, you know, it's a Paraguayan sherba. Uh, so they started in the early 80s, around 1983. Um, their fields, like their, their actual plantations and their factory, those are located in the city of Nueva Esperanza, which is located in northeast of Paraguay, about 400 kilometers um, from Asuncion. And then, and so if you get a box of the stuff, that's going to be, you know, the city that is printed on there. It says, producida y embasada, not embesada, por Rio Itambe S.A., Distrito Nueva Esperanza, Canindeju, Paraguay, right? Mm -hmm. Probably butchered all of that. Um, and then they do have a like corporate office in uh, Ciudad del Este, which if you have ever been to the Iguazu waterfalls, that name will probably be very familiar because that is the city right there on the border um, on the Paraguayan side, right? So there's like there's there's the city of Foz de Iguazu and then there's this, the city of Ciudad del Este and they kind of knock boots right there on the border along with uh argentina they're doing stuff <laughs> right there in the if middle you've ever been there yeah doing I, stuff <laughs> i All right. sadly haven't been oh that's embarrassing no right how can you how can you ever live with yourself you're right there you're so no, close I'm just like just drive up the road like real a bicycle quick right away yeah take me like in two weeks in Piranha. All the way up the Piranha <laughs> River. <laughs> up there in the state of Parana. <laughs> Which uh, will actually tell me I will actually be name dropping that that word. <laughs> Probably pronounce it better a little bit. Um, but I just wanted to get through reading um, these kind of bullet point facts. So like I said, uh, we actually got a lot of information straight from the company about the brand, you know, FD and the company Rio, whatever it was, Itambe. <laughs> really bad whatever that company things. is. <laughs> yeah, so so kind of all the all the little little blurs I've got here are straight from straight from them. Um, uh, they so obviously you know they're a Paraguayan sherba. They have those six varieties that we talked about. Um, their sherba is aged naturally between 18, 24 months, depending on the variety. Um, they didn't specify, you know, which ones are aged longer, but that's pretty typical, I think, for, for Paraguayan sherba. 
Um, yeah. They have three different cuts, three different cuts that they work with. Um, they have their Federico cut, which you know we're going to be talking about the actual sherba Federico today. So that that sherba is using the quote unquote Federico cut, which is seventy five percent leaf, fifteen percent stick, and ten percent powder. Okay, so that's a pretty that's a pretty good normal sort of Paraguayan cut, right? Good good amount of stick, good amount of leaf, and a, a decent little bit of powder there. Okay. They then have their La Mejor cut, which also, you know, we're going to be talking about the La Mejor today. And that is a 95% leaf to 5% powder mix. So that would be, you know, a pura folia, pura hoja, pure leaf cut, right? And then they have what's called their Aviva cut, which is just leaves, no powder. Um, And I actually don't know which of their varieties use that um because as far as i can tell all of the the compuestas that they make have powder in it so um it's possible that it's more of an internal thing and they're using it to make other products um or they're um marketing it you know as something other than fd for maybe like exterior markets because you know Pure leaf, no powder is sort of what um, a lot of times mate companies will push in, you know, the U.S. or Europe, stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, good point. Good point. Hmm. But th- it, it's super helpful that uh, they were able to get us those actual, like, percentages. So that's what those, that's what, for example, you know, the difference between Federico and La Mejor, the two sherbas that we're going to talk about today, one is pure leaf the other isn't right so that's really Mm -hmm. cool to know um and so the company says that their focus is always on finding the highest quality sherba and herbs um they're currently researching two new compuestas and one new style of plain sherba and that might be what they're using that aviva cut for um and then they're also researching new products that are made you know with that organic sherba base all of their sherba products all six of their varieties are organic um, they have or official organic certificates for Paraguay, for the U.S., through the USDA. They have the EU stamp, and they have uh, the stamp for Japan. So that is actually that is actually pretty, um, what you call it? That's pretty comprehensive because, you know, and we, we've talked about this a little bit on the show before, but uh, those, those stamps are not cheap to get the certifi- certification for it. Um, and, you know, we've talked about how there are a lot of brands that probably could get the certification for being organic, um, but they just opt not to, to to not pay that basically licensing fee. Um, so that's that's pretty cool that uh, that they go through all that. So if you know if that's important to you, that is something they definitely have on their side. Um, yep. And they 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 say that they separate themselves from their competitors by focusing on their quality and taste, and a high level of control over every step of the production, all without the use of chemicals or fertilizers. So they actually say they do not use any fertilizer, um, which is interesting. Um, they also say they maintain high levels of training for every employee working for them, um, to make sure and to continue to elevate their actual high production standards. Um, they do say that since they are a brand based in eastern Paraguay, um, you know, the Asuncion region is sort of their principal target area. But um, 
as of 2021, they are definitely say, they said that they're putting strong emphasis on setting goals for targeting the U.S., Germany, Poland, Taiwan, and Japan in particular. So that's very interesting. That's um, very interesting. They also you don't. No, 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 go for it. I was just going to say, like, you don't you don't tend to hear that, you know, from from the mouth of a, of a company saying, oh, we have plans to expand to these different countries. And I think think it's 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 super cool. And, and they're wanting to hit different markets and they're already in the U.S., but, you know, having an even stronger presence there. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so, like, the U.S., they're definitely present in. Poland, they're also definitely present in, right? Because, you know, Mate's pretty big in Poland. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting to see them talk about, you know, focusing on Germany, which, I mean, when we talk about Germany and Mate, we tend to think, you know, oh, Meta Mate, right? But that's pretty much yeah. it when you think about Mate in, in Germany. Um, and then I know, like, Mate is pretty big in Japan, you know, just in the terms of, like, herbal care and you know herbal tea that kind of thing and sort of like the you know alternative health type stuff so like i know like uh like prepared toasted like what they would call in brazil shamach is pretty popular in japan right the the prepared already to drink roasted shadowba tea right um, so that's cool that they're uh, targeting Japan, but and then Taiwan also, yeah. I mean, I I don't have a lot of ties to Taiwan, so I don't know. I, I assume if if Mate's already kind of got a foot in Taiwan, it's probably through a similar a similar kind of entry as Japan, right? Um, but that's yeah, with the tea yeah, and all that, like a health yeah. drink, right? So, but that's really cool. Um, that's really interesting to hear. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, that you know, straight from the the horse's mouth, that they're uh, they're focusing on those different regions. Yeah. Um, and then so they also said that they use two different processes for drying and cutting the sherba. One they call their traditional method, which is what they pretty much use for all of their um, varieties right now. But they also said they are currently in development of a new what they call electric method. Um, and they said it's generating very favorable results in the quality and the flavor of their sherba while being more eco-friendly. So, I I mean, they didn't offer a whole lot of details, but kind of reading between the lines, I assume that, you know, the traditional method probably uses more, you know, the the, the S word, right? <laughs> the smoke. That yes. Pro it's probably, you know. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> but like they say, it's, it's the traditional preparation method, right? You know, so using fire, using... Right. Uh, for aging for for blanching the leaves and but they also say they're producing a new electric which you know could be similar to to what other companies are using with like natural gas um to to dry their sherba mm. stuff like that um right so that'll be interesting to be see interesting. to what what comes of that what um they produce in the future um and then sort of as a parting thing again this is all just information provided directly from the company that they kind of want you the listener to hear um as sort of a parting note they want consumers to know that by consuming fd products they are consuming a mate free of toxic residues chemicals pesticides fertilizers or any synthetic additives all methods used in the production are all natural 
They work with different forest reserves to maintain and restore the native forests of the Paraná region um, in order to maintain the eco-diversity and protect several species of endangered birds. Um, they donate both their time and their money uh, to work with different foundations and their collaborators on those eco-projects. Um, and then they also want people to know that they're working on a direct-to-consumer e-shop for both their local clients in Paraguay, um, which I believe is already live. Um, I think if you live in Paraguay, you can already order directly from them. Um, but they are also working on an e-shop for the rest of us. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I so like theoretically, the of that. yeah. So theoretically, you may be able to order Federico directly from, directly from the guy, from, from Senor FD. Mr. So, FD. Yeah. So yeah. So that's, that's that's the kind of the 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 sheet. I I presented a bunch of questions that I would love to hear responses to, and and that's what the company came back to me with. So that's really awesome. And again, thank you so much to our friend, uh, Senor Franco at Rio Itambe for, uh, for helping us out, hooking us up with that information and the share buzz. So without yeah, further ado, I say let's just jump into these yerbs. Let's do it. Uh, yep. What do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the best or do you want to start with Federico? <laughs> let's start with the let's. Let's end with the best. Let's okay. save the best for last. All right. We'll save the Hold best on, let, for let me, last. Let me figure out what I have. Okay. Okay. And yeah, if you don't speak Spanish, La Mejor, which is the name of that variety that it translates to the best, right? So it's it's pretty smart marketing, right? Like even if, uh, okay, spoiler alert, I'll, I'll just say it's not, it's, it's not bad, right? It's, it's, it's not terrible. It's, it's actually quite good, Sherba, but just saying it literally could be like disgusting sherba, but it's still la mejor, right? It's la still mejor. the best. So, <laughs> so it's it's kind of hilarious like, to call it that because like literally, <laughs> literally it could be the worst sherba you've ever had and you would still have to call it the best. So yep, hats yep. off to their marketing yeah. team. Hats off <laughs> for sure. But uh, yeah, so we're going to start with the, the variety called Federico. Um, and this is just a little side tangent. I I, I saw I first saw this brand um, probably five years ago um, when their uh, their their packaging was different back then. Um, now it's all like sleek and modern and uniform. Um, it yeah. used to be it used to be a little. I mean, not that this is like bland, but it used to have a, I would say just maybe a little more character. Um, it was like it was like an all blue paper package with like bright red and yellow Federico FD lettering and stuff like that. But so the way they spell out Federico, it's F E D E all caps one word hyphen or not hyphen sorry space Rico right. So that's all well and good right like I think I think I don't know I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know why they do that. It's probably a play on words because, like, rico is, like, delicious, right, in Spanish. But at, for someone who speaks Portuguese, uh -huh. when you see the mm -hmm. word F-E-D-E, -E, <laughs> you read it as fej, which means uh -huh. to stink. <laughs> it means stinks. Yeah. So, so if, if you read it as 
because of that space, if you read it as Portuguese, you, you read fejihiku, which means like it stinks rich. <laughs> it's like filth. It's like stinking rich, right? <laughs> like stink- filthy rich. Yeah. Or yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. yeah so yeah. it. it I, I always thought it was hilarious. Like, what the what the heck is it? Like, why? <laughs> but obviously, that has nothing to do with that's them. Not, that's that, on me. No, that's <laughs> that's yeah. That's that that, that, that's not, the that's Portuguese speaker that's problem. Not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But that's just just whenever whenever I think about this sherba Federico, I just always think about that. Just think ever since the first time I saw it, I was like, what? Stink rich, rich stink. What? <laughs> so, yeah. Again, like we said, seventy-five percent leaf, fifteen percent stick, ten percent powder. So it is a pretty traditional Paraguayan cut. Uh, some of the sticks are actually pretty long, and they're skinny, but they are pretty long. I, I've got yeah. one that's maybe like an inch and a half sitting here at the top. So uh, you know, that's cool. Always, always oh. down to see a little yeah, rusticness. I like it, you know. Um, like, yeah, because it's not, it's not, it's not un- like it's n- there's no uniformity necessarily to the sticks. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's small, big, medium, splinter. It's it's all types. It's uh, yeah, very rustic. I like. Yeah. It. Um, and what were you? What were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna. I, I yeah, I was just gonna say the same thing. It's like you know, there's no real consistency which is typical for paraguayan sherba right it's a very rustic mm. cut right the leaves right there's big chunks there's little chunks there's very little chunks the stick there's like little splinters little slivers almost like threads of a stick and then there's like you know whole intact stick and that's kind of just characteristic of paraguayan sherba honestly right so it's one of those yeah, things yeah nothing where, out of the ordinary yeah it's just one of those things comes with the territory um, and something that's also interesting is usually, usually for Paraguayan Sherba, um, it's not necessarily labeled in any specific way, um, with the exception of certain Paraguayan companies will mark their, their Sherba saying like great for mate, mm-hmm. right? Right. Because you have to remember that, like, sort basically the default way to consume sherba in Paraguay is cold. Terere. Yep. Right? Exactly. So certain Paraguayan companies, if there's a blend that they have, a lot, it's very, very common with if they have an anise blend, right? Like the, like the kurupi with anise in huge letters on the box says, Paramate, like for mate, mm-hmm. like they want you to know, drink this hot, please. Um, but Federico actually does on on this one. It says ideal for terere, right? And it actually says it in English and Spanish because again, FD Rio Itambe, they're they're they're, they're focusing on exportation, yep. right? So it actually has dual language packaging. So it says ideal for the, the terere. terere. So that's how. We're drinking it. Um, we're drinking this as terere. And so, spoiler, La Mejor actually says ideal formate on it, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. 
I, that was kind of the, the little interesting tidbit. It was like, usually on a Paraguayan sherba, they don't say ideal for tenere because it's like, well, yeah, it's Paraguayan sherba. What else are you uh, going to drink it? You know, are you going to drink it? Are, are you going to sprinkle it on ice cream? Like, of course, you're going to make tenere <laughs> out of it, right? So, yeah. but again, with the idea that they're they're expanding their markets. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I like the little graphic thing they make for the... <clears throat> For both the ideal for terere and for the mate, they have mate. They have the little yeah. They have a little little, little guampa picture. Guampa with some a little mate picture. Little, some smoke bubbles go in there. Pretty cool. Yeah, I was wondering what that was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is that? I'm I, like, I think oh. uh, well, for the mate would be you know it'd be some um, steam, steam. But for the terere, I'm not sure. Maybe uh, well, so. So when I first saw the Tedere, I kind of I kind of thought, oh, it's ice cubes, oh, right? Yeah. But yeah. then I looked at it, but but they're not square. No. <laughs> and no. then I looked at the at the the mate little icon graphic, and yeah, it has the exact same dots. In fact, they're mm. actually arranged in the same like the same the exact same oh. Oh, five yeah. dots. They are. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so I I think maybe that's supposed to be like pouring the water in. Oh. Because I mean, yeah, you know, that like you pour water drops, in no matter what. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah. make more sense. Because I, I know, I know, like Brazil, uh, they tend to, you know, put ice on the, 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 the boxes, the kind of the artwork for their terere. They like to really hype up the the ice cold aspect of it. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe that's why I thought, oh yeah, it could be ice, but then. Why would they be putting ice in their mate? <laughs> Makes no sense at all, man. It would be kind of weird. Put in some like, ice. That's a great way to drink water. some. Huh? Yeah, it's a great way to drink lukewarm mate. Oof. Perfect. Mmm. <laughs> delicious. Mate is is not the way to go. Ugh. No, not at all. <laughs> so yeah. Um. So obviously, Paraguayan stuff. Paraguayan cut. Let's talk about. The taste, shall we? We shall. Do you want to go? Or even the smell, because you're a uh, you're nose deep in that package oh, there. Yeah. Well, I was I was comparing the two, and it's just interesting to see the the difference between the two. Beside, you know, <clears throat> the fact that they're literally they're 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 the two products from the company that don't have any other herbs besides the the sherba. But they have very different smells, very distinct. So, uh, this one tends is it's it's a light smell. It's it's almost like I don't know. I don't want to get all weird and whatever, but it's almost like citrusy. Yeah, no, I think that's uh that's that's pretty common, right? Like when when people talk about Paraguay and Sherba astringent is often a word that's used right yep exactly you okay there all right yeah i'm just kind of kind of my body is uh is accepting the day with some difficulty today i'm just (laughs) kind of burping a little bit (laughs) (laughs) no but uh yeah i mean so like you said it's a it's got a pretty mild kind of yeah sour smell to it mm. um not unlike say like la rubia 
has that really kind of bright, light fragrance to it. Um, and a flavor profile, I think, to match. Um, I would definitely say it tastes a lot more strongly than it smells. Um, yeah. Personally. Um, and remember, we are drinking this as Terere. So, you know, Terere in general tends to be a little less intense than mate mm-hmm. um especially if you're if you if you used the same two sherbas or the same sherba for both preparation methods rather you know the terere just by nature of it being cold water won't taste as strong but this is still a good strong solid terere mm-hmm. yeah i would say um yeah it definitely holds its own um Like it's not gonna, it's not one of those, you know. Like if you're to get a La Rubia or like a, I'm trying to remember, is it Pajarito um, Special? Those ones are a little bit stronger, a little bit more bold. Yeah, but this this one's good. It's a, it's a very consistent. Um, feel strength as a consistent flavor profile it's it 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 keeps up with with uh when you're pouring the water you're refilling it and got that astringence to it expected and very well accepted it's puckerlicious Hook <laughs> her up for this mate. <laughs> mm. Yeah, a little a slight sourness to it. That's nice. But nothing nothing overwhelming, nothing that will overwhelm you. Yeah. Nice for uh nice for a hot day. Exactly. I'm being sure. I could use a little little squeeze of lime in here or something, but yeah, yeah, I'm sure this would take really nicely to to you know all kinds of shushos, which you know is pretty typical in Paraguay. Some refrescante, right? Um, yeah, but you, but like you were saying, you know, it's it's uh, like I, I think I've said before, right? I, I I I hesitate to use the word like how saying like how strong it is because that implies like a quality thing but like you know how bold the flavor is isn't necessarily a sign of quality you know it, it, it a lot of it is personal preference but it does like you said it kind of falls in between like sort of like it's not as dark as like selecta selecta is like really like right dark yeah, cherry that's... tobacco um, exactly. It's not as like it's not as woody as La Rubia because La Rubia is aged in barrels, and a lot of people even think that it's like a really smoky sherba, despite the fact that it's really not that smoky at all. Um, mm-hmm. That flavor mostly comes from the the wood aging, um, so you know you get that really woody, and yeah, that 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 flavor is very you know similar to like the flavor of like a barbacoa smoky. Sherba. Um, and then you have, you know, like your pajarito, which is sort of like your default, right? It's sort of your kind of middle ground. 
And yeah, Federico, I would say, yeah, it, it's sort of up there with like the, with like, um, like the pajarito, mm-hmm. except maybe, maybe just like a little more, a little more, or a little less sour, maybe I would say. I would think pajarito yeah. is a little more stringent, where Federico, it's sort of like in that middle, where if like pajarito is like very strong. Or like if pajarito is at the top of like sour, yeah. Selecta is in one corner of like super dark, so it's like if pajarito is bright, selecta is dark. Yes. And then rubia is like smoky slash woody. I would say like Federico is kind of in the middle of all three of them. Maybe yeah. Maybe a... a little bit on the on the side of like the the pajarito and la rubia. I think yeah. like it definitely has more in common with not, those it's... two. Yeah, it's not not really dark necessarily. No, not it's, at all. It's a it's a fairly fairly bright Paraguayan cherba, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really like it. Um, I will say, um, it maybe washes out a little faster than I would expect. Um, so I have a a wampa right now. I don't know. I don't know how much. I mean, I have so this wampa is about as tall as my hand. You know, that's a pretty average sized wampa, and I filled it up pretty much. You know, two thirds, three fourths of the way full. Um, and I was drinking this earlier, so I may be nearing the end of like a liter because I did I refilled my uh, my bottle here before we started recording, and. It's not completely washed out yet, but I'm definitely kind of noticing, you know, the flavors start and to it's starting it's starting to go down, right? It, it's definitely gone past its peak. I still have a, okay. a little bit of dry sherba on top, so I might start, you know, flooding it, as they say. But um, I I I, mm. I I think that's maybe one of the only weaknesses that I would put for for Federico is. It doesn't considering how much sherba I put in here, I would have expected it to go at least maybe two whole liters. Um, like La Rubia, I think I can e- I could have easily gotten two liters out of this. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But I mean, all things all things considered, that's not that's not the worst uh, defect to have with it. You know, yeah, being being accessible and being. With the, with its with its all of its other qualities and and it's it's a good tasting sherba. Less a little bit less, but I mean, eh. yeah, exactly. I mean, it's you can pretty regularly find this in a lot of um, you know Latin grocery stores if they stock sherba. It's pretty common to to find FD products, right? Um, I know I can get them. Here in Utah, I laugh because uh, because uh, when I when I went to the store to 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 kind of stock up on the FD products, they were all out of all of them except for the the Catuaba variant. But uh, I've seen all the other ones. I just I just went went at the wrong time. But I mean, I've bought the for example the Especial, which we're gonna cover in another episode. That's another one of the the compuestas. Spoiler alert, that's actually my favorite one. Um, but yeah, I've bought that locally before. Um, so it's really quite accessible. Um, 
especially compared to like La Rubia, which it's still possible to get in the U.S., um, but it's much more difficult to get in the U.S. Very few. Yeah, you can't just. <clears throat> yeah, very few brick and mortar stores carry it, um, and then very few websites carry it as well. So. So yeah, so I mean, it's it, accessibility helps. Yeah, exactly. So the fact that it's so accessible and it's it's really not very expensive. I mean, a, a box of this stuff goes for usually five six dollars for five hundred grams. Um, sometimes cheaper. Some you know prices always fluctuate. Obviously, um, I've bought it for as cheap as like four dollars fifty cents before. Um, so you know it's nice. kind of it's 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 pretty much in that sort of normal range for a Paraguayan Sherba, right? Like yeah, like that's about what you would expect to pay for like a Kurupi or a Pajarito or anything else, right? So it's not priced out of the ordinary, it, and which I think is is something definitely to be commended because you know that organic buzzword it's really easy for companies to to slap on three more dollars and say well that's you know that's that's the price of having it be labeled organic right like just you know go yeah. on amazon go on go on any sort of you know lo- search for organic sherba calculate <laughs> how much they're charging f- per 500 grams or per pound or whatever um and very often the the ones marked and labeled certified organic will be more expensive um so mad props to to fd for that yeah very commendable so you know saying uh flavor doesn't last quite as long as i wanted that's that's it's a pretty nitpicky thing yeah yeah that's i mean that's just us and and (laughs) with all of our experience and and different kinds that we've we've you know that we've reviewed so and and the, and the maybe, thing is maybe. like, yeah. Oh no, fin- you can finish your thoughts. Sorry, I keep talking. Oh no, over you. gonna, <laughs> you're good. No, I was just gonna say maybe maybe for you, listener, this is exactly the kind that you like. This is lasts the perfect amount of time for you. Mm-hmm. Perfect cycle length. So yeah, and I would say, I would e- I, and- right, and I would even say like the the. It, it probably honestly lasts the average amount, right? I mm-hmm. I just am lazy, and I don't like to refill my mate or my wampa like four times a day. And like <laughs> kurupi, kurupi, gotta love kurupi. But I would say kurupi, you know, is one of the faster washing out sherbas. Like when I take, when I'm drinking kurupi, I literally will probably refill my wampa probably like actually three times a day. Your wampa, you mean your thermos, your your No, jar no, no. Or like like changing out the sherba. I will I will change the oh. sherba probably three times in one day. Oh man. If I'm drinking if I'm like if I take a if I take some kurupi to work, mm-hmm. you know, or if I'm like drinking kurupi for the day, and if I and if I drink it from nine till five yeah easily i will change it out three times so Eesh. yeah i, lo- I mean and that's one that's like super common and a lot of people like so right and and, and i i don't mind it because you know kurupi is not hard to get right and it's it is kind yeah. of known for being uh 
a good value sherva, right? Like a, it, yeah. it's really it offers really good flavor for the money, right? It tends to be cheaper. Um, exactly. So yeah, so I, I I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with how long the flavor lasts of this stuff. I I, I just personally with how freaking much I put in this wampa like I remember like I was I, I was scooping it in I was actually using a uh, like a ramen spoon because <laughs> I uh, that's just what I had handy I normally will use you know like an actual like horn scoop or something um, mm-hmm. and I kind of was just kind of zoning out and just scooping and uh, when I came to and realized how much I put in I was like oh uh, that might be a little much oh well <laughs> I don't want to put it back um, so you know Probably nice. I could probably drink two solid liters through through how much is in here um, before I would say, you know, time to trade it out. So, you know, mm-hmm. not bad. Not like, yeah. oh, my goodness, the most long lasting. But yeah, it's fine. It is what it is. At all. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just I just poured I just wet the last of my uh, the last of my dry sherba on top here. And yeah, it's. It's tasting tasting nice again. Mm. Well, is there anything else we want to say about Federico? Um, ideal for the terere. Ideal for the terere. Um, oh, I I would definitely recommend it. For sure, it's 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 fairly easy to find it's 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 a it's a good good price it's tasty got those nice paraguayan attributes that those of you who who love that got those it's the solid sherba yes i would agree i would concur well I think that means it's time to uh, swap over then and talk about La Mejor. La Mejor. Which, of course, is also 100% sherba. No other herbs blended in. It's a pure, natural, normal sherba. Um, And then, as we mentioned, it is a quote-unquote pure leaf cut. 95% leaves, 5% powder. And it is ideal for the mate, as it says, right there on the box. And I almost grabbed my cold water thermos. I'm going to put that (laughs) far away and grab my hot water thermos so I don't, (laughs) you know, not, you could probably honestly totally use this and it would probably make a delicious terere. But I've already been drinking this as mate and I want to review it as a mate. And if I start pouring cold water into it and then be like, oh, nope, never mind. I need to pour hot water into it. It's just going to be all lukewarm and funky. Lukewarm and funky. Ugh, that would be gross. Ugh, to the idea of lukewarm and funky, not ugh, to what I just what I just drank. What I just drank was delicious. <laughs> I just drank it. Yuck. <laughs> no. Um, so, again, it's a Paraguayan sherba. Um, looking at it, it is, uh, yeah, it is not your everyday Paraguayan sherba, um, for the fact that it is a, keep going, sorry, it's a pure leaf, (laughs) 
That's what really threw me off when I first made it. I'm like, wait a second. Like, did I get the wrong one? No, no, this is the, okay. I guess this is what, this is what it looks like. Never have I ever seen uh, a uh, pure leaf Paraguayan Sherba. Yeah, it's super. Granted, it is for Lord ma Mate, but. Yeah, it's super, that's something super different. Um, I am peeling off the import sticker here, just out of curiosity. Uh, um, produced under. What, what's, what side, is it on the left side from where you open it or the right side? The, the import sticker? The import sticker <laughs> is, yeah. the import sticker is on the the side that says producida bajo estrictas normas de higiene y calidad. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Side. I was just curious because on a lot of all over the world, a lot of different um okay, I put the import sticker on my chin and now it's hurting peeling it off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a lot of different uh, mate companies will actually disclose the ratio of their product. Um Especially in Uruguay and Brazil, um, where they have, like, supposedly national standards. Like, they have, like, standard mm -hmm. level one, two, three, where, like, number one, like, you, it can only have at maximum, like, 30% stick or something like that. So, like, and, like, they, certain companies will, you know, proudly say, this is, you know, standard number one. Padrão, um, erva match, whatever. Um, so I was just curious, maybe if FD disclosed the ratio on here, and maybe it was under under the import sticker. But looking at it now, nope, um, nope. So I I am glad that uh, that because I think I did actually ask them. That was kind of one of my questions that I asked, like because I knew La Mejor and Federico were both organic, just Sherba varieties, right? But right. not having them both in front of me, I was like, well, what's the difference? And so that was one of the things they came back and they were like, oh, yeah, uh, one's a one's a pure leaf and one's not. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if even uh, if they even if both boxes say, you know, one for mate, one for terere, it's like, OK, other than the fact that the box is telling me what to do, what's the actual difference? Right. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, with other sherbas that say for mate, you're supposed to drink this hot. It makes sense, right? Because, like, anise is not something... Honestly, I don't even know if the if anise flavor even comes out when it's cold with, with yeah, day-to-day. -day. It just, it, for some reason, that just that... My brain says it, you're not going to taste it. Cause it's, like, it's like a powdery root, right? And I don't know. And also, I think it's just one of those flavors that just you you think about it and you say, yeah, no, like that's supposed that's supposed to be warm. That's supposed to be a nice, warm, sweet, delicious flavor, right? Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because, like, I personally think cinnamon is the same way, but there are terere yeah. in Brazil that have cinnamon in it, <laughs> so. We are talking about Brazilian terere, though. Yeah, Brazilian terere <laughs> the is a whole... same country that, that does tutti-frutti. Yeah, Brazilian terere, <laughs> gotta love it. But, man, they put out some weird stuff sometimes. Some random. Yeah. They, random. 
like yeah <laughs> let's just not even go there but so yeah so we're drinking <laughs> yeah. la mejor it's a pure leaf but i think important to note that if you're thinking like oh yeah so it's basically like uruguayan right it's 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 leaf and powder it's like yes but no <laughs> yes but actually no like yeah it's like uruguayan <laughs> in the fact that it is a pure leaf just leaves and is actually quite powdery Mm-hmm. Exactly. However, however, as it is a Paraguayan sherba, still, the flavor profile is still decidedly Paraguayan, I would say. Very overwhelmingly Paraguayan. I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm just gonna switch out my bomba real quick. Oh, yeah. My bombisha. BRB. So. Yeah, while he's uh, diddling his bomba, I would just say that, um, one, they do say that it's 95% leaf and 5% powder, but uh, this is uh, this is something that I have noticed with a couple of different... Um, there's some Uruguayan companies that do this, too. If you really look, there's a, there's a little bit of stick in there, guys. You know, maybe little tiny threads of stick, so maybe it's like point five percent stick you know and so like yeah technically yeah you could definitely call this pure leaf but you know you look at it and you go oh, there's a little bit of stick there a little bit of stick there naughty naughty wag my finger <laughs> but that is again super nitpicky super nitpicky um and then you had previously mentioned clark that they both had different smells so do you want to elaborate yes. on what you meant by that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So while the while the the Federico was it's it's a kind of a brighter astringent, a little a little bit of sourness, some citrus. This one is a lot darker. It's 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 got more of a dark quality to it, so like we kind of talked about before, more maybe towards the selecta side, um, like trying to think of something something bitter to to make a comparison. Yeah. I'm I'm drawing a blank man. <laughs> but like <laughs> like I almost want to say like a dark chocolate but it's it's not 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 even on like the sweeter side. Uh, like a baking chocolate. Like maybe a baking chocolate. Um maybe even like uh oh those um cacao nibs mm. those are those are kind of you ever munched on one of those yeah they have a bitterness not, but not they also have an acidity to them as well they also they do taste pretty astringent that's true if you've ever if you've ever munched on them mm. or like brewed like i like yep. cacao coffee or whatever they call it where like they ground cacao nibs to, to make basically like a coffee like beverage like same thing it's like it mm-hmm. has that bitterness but also that kind of acidity Huh. Yeah, I got cacao nibs once thinking, oh, that that's going to be chocolatey. 
newsflash it wasn't <laughs> yeah like it is but it has kind of its own it, thing going it is, on but then it's like ah, just kidding i'm actually not and then <laughs> then if you're not prepared for it it yeah it's rough hey that's better than but it a, has those qualities yeah but that's i was gonna say that's better than uh buying c- cacao fruit and thinking oh this is gonna taste chocolatey oof Cacao fruit is delicious, but oh, it, man. it does not taste chocolatey at all. <laughs> oh man! Well, I, I, I'm, 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 I'll take it. You've, you've had the cacao or cacao fruit before. Yeah, <laughs> the, like the white pulpy flesh. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing like chocolate. No, not at all. It's its own. It's its own. Taste. It tastes like thing. a fruit. <laughs> Okay. Tastes, yeah, I can tastes see that. actually similar to like uh, like soursop, graviola. Uh, what's it called in oh, Spanish? Yeah. yeah, that's a great. Guanabana. Oh man. Guanabana. I don't remember what guanabana. it's called. Guanabana. Banana. I think it's guanabana. Da, 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 guanabana. Oh, anyway, anyway, that <laughs> fruit, the green, the green pokey fruit that's kind of squishy in the middle with the little black seeds, does not taste all too dissimilar from that like that's a pretty good reference point to start from like cool. imagine just kind of like a juicier f- squishier jellier version that's kind of what cacao fruit tastes like which actually kind of I makes really sense try one if, now. if you really think about what a cacao pod is right it's like that hard outer shell and then you open it up and it's just that big clusters of the white flesh and then inside the seeds or the nibs, right? That's what you make in the chocolate. And if you, mm-hmm. you know, you cut open a, a graviola or even like a a, a a piña. I don't remember what they're called in English, but any of those, you know, the jackfruit, jaca, durian, any of those, kind of all similarly related green prickly fruits that are smooshy on the inside, right? They're all, you cut them open, then they all have just. Mm-hmm goopy squishy flesh Flat, this white gooey flesh yeah, yeah. exactly wrapped around seed pods right so it's like not cacao is you know I, I don't think they're related maybe they are related i doubt it but you know it's kind of all the same idea a big thing with yeah, big... fleshy stuff on the inside with little hard seeds in, inside the flesh <laughs> <laughs> which has all absolutely mm. nothing to do with FD La Mejor. <laughs> uh, on this episode of the Monday Guys, we are drinking a <laughs> a uh, <laughs> cacao fruit mate with the fleshy innards of. The I mean, fruit there are there are companies the... that make sherba with cacao nibs in it. Oh, that's true. Uh, I don't yeah. know about any any South American companies, but I do know a certain circular company makes a blend with cacao nibs um a a a a round shaped (laughs) company of sorts some sort of (laughs) round beverage related company but kind of going back to the cut right so like you know I, i i will say and like a lot of other uh, Paraguayan companies, their their 500 gram packages are really really compressed, mm-hmm. um, so you kind of have to break it up in order to really get a look at the at the cut. Mm-hmm. 
um, because they they're not vacuum packed, but they're 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 they're, they're compressed. They're pretty solid. Like you have to kind of like yeah. break it up in order to even pour it into your gourd. Right. You have to kind of fluff it up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so when once you do that though, and you look at it, um, the cut is actually pretty similar to a lot of those like you know like North American. Yeah sherba company brands where it's like you know it, like i said it's it's the cut you if you just hear oh yeah pure leaf with powder you might think oh yeah like uruguayan right like no it, it's, it, it's different that that leaf cut is really it's it's irregular like a normal paraguayan right so it's like you got like some bigger chunks some smaller chunks but the fact that it's it's just that pure leaf odd shaped you know, cut. It, it just kind of reminds me. It, it specifically reminds me of. Oh gosh, what was it called? Um, Nativa. Oh, yeah, Nativa, the the, yep. the Minnesota-based company. That's what it kind of reminds me of, right? Where yeah. Nativa yeah. is actually similar to a a Uruguayan sherba. Is actually sourced from Brazil. Yada yada yada. This is, you know, it's very Paraguayan. The Nativa even tastes, you know, like a Uruguayan type of deal. Where this tastes like Paraguayan. But just looking at it, looking at it, it's not too dissimilar. Yeah. Got a nice, solid olive green color. Decent bit of powder. Not super powdery. Again, only 5% powder, right? Mm -hmm. Technically, even this has less powder than the Federico. I just think without the Palos, you kind of notice the powder a little more. Um, But Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Definitely. So how does it taste? It tastes like hot Paraguayan mate. <laughs> if you've ever had like Selecta <laughs> hot um, or even like Pajarito hot, I would say, like you said, I would say this one does, it's darker. So it does kind of lean more towards just, you know, referentially more towards like the Selecta side. It is, it's dark, tobacco, a little bit of that kind of sweet, dark cherry with that Mm-hmm. astringency still in the back that lets you know hey this is paraguayan yes <clears throat> and and maybe maybe cacao wasn't necessarily the best choice of words for me because it doesn't really have any bitterness no like it's really smooth it's it's yeah it's dark but like it's, it's smooth it's, yeah yeah it's dark astringent but it's mellow Yellow, mellow yellow. <laughs> and I am it's, drinking... It's really nice. I'm drinking this out of a uh, Palo Santo Mate, which probably in hindsight wasn't necessarily the best idea <laughs> because, you know, Palo Santo does oh, yeah. tend to affect the flavor <laughs> a little bit. So I'm... But... So every every time I go to drink it, I smell the Palo Santo. So it's like, mmm, Palo Santo. Mm, but, uh, so nice. Yeah. But one of these days, I'll need to go over to your place and, and drink out of that gourd again because it's, it's yeah. A nice little, this little my guy. my my little Paraguayan Palo Santo Mate. It's uh it's criminally underused. I don't use it nearly enough, but I do love it. Yeah. So that was sort of the reason why I I busted it out, even though for a you know objective mate review. A Palo Santo gourd is not necessarily the best choice because it does affect the flavor. But, you know, I've drank enough Palo Santo mates to kind of be able to sort of filter it out 
filter out the Palo Santo yeah. taste in my head. Like I know what Palo Santo tastes like, smells like. So. Yeah, yeah. So you don't you don't get the two things mixed up. Well, I mean, at that end, I, I I have drank this in a in a normal wooden gourd and a uh, a calabash gourd. So I you know this isn't like my first time tasting this, so I'm mm-hmm. aware of what it tastes like. Right. If if this were the first time drinking it, then maybe you know. I probably wouldn't have opted for the Palo Santo Mate, but yeah, yeah, and I guess that's something I should have mentioned. <clears throat> this is I am my third or fourth time drinking this um, La Mejor specifically, but it was my first time having mm. Federico. I had spent the um, this last week um, drinking this while working and getting a feel for what it was all about and it's it's growing on me actually wasn't expecting that for a hot paraguayan mate because that's not my right yeah that's not my go-to that's not a typical thing that i'll i'll drink um well especially here in brazil where um you can't get paraguayan sherpa anywhere like you you just can't it's nowhere to be found you can find some Uruguayan because, well, it's from Brazil. Yeah. At least some of them, but... Yeah, if, if you're in Brazil but, uh, and you want to get Paraguayan Sherba, it's a lot... You're pretty much going to have to go to, like, São Paulo or um, Mato Grosso do Sul. Mm, right. Because um, I remember when I lived in São Paulo. When I lived in São Paulo, I would see Selecta here and there. I would see... The Parag- or the Paraguayan um, curupi mm. here and there, He's, it was still harder to find. But if you went to kind of the bigger shops, they would have it, or like the more like enthusiast shops, because you know they really take their terere seriously in Mato Grosso do Sul, and you know lots of people yeah. drink terere in São Paulo. Um, but yeah, Rio Grande do Sul, it's 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 much harder to get terere. It's another world. Yeah, like even finding normal terere is it's you can find a few brands, but it's it's very it's very slim pickings. And you can and you can only pretty much find the the terere that comes from the Shimahome brands, right? So like you can find the Madrugada exactly. terere, the Barão terere, Barão, Lago Verde terere, um, Vier, Lago yeah. Verde, um, but few like, others, Schneider. Yeah, but uh, like you, you can't uh, find like the uh, Santo Antonio or the the. Oh my goodness, I can't think of any of the other big Brazilian brands. The well, Brazilian Curupi slash Uj, whatever it's oh. being known as, or uh, <laughs> Campanario. Yeah, right? Campanario. No, Campanario is like the big one out of Mato Grosso do Sul. Um, Laranjeiras out of Paraná. Yeah, no, they're another big. Yeah. Anything from Paraná or, or Santa Catarina, you you can't really find here in this state. They're they're paid. not even Santa Catarina, really. Like, I th- I think you can, but it's it's very rare, and at least I haven't uh, any stores here in Porto Alegre. I haven't seen. Um, not even like really because not even Pagliosa. 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 I don't know if it's like the biggest Santa Catarina brand, but like Pagliosa is the one that I have is the one that I have found outside of Santa Catarina because mm-hmm. I have never actually I've never actually spent any time in Santa Catarina. I spent 30 minutes at the airport still in the airplane. It was the weirdest layover I ever had. It was like a layover where they 
told you to not get out of the plane. That's <laughs> it was it was like a bus layover actually, <laughs> right? Because like a bus layover, you know, where like the bus pulls into the terminal, they load more passengers, and then the bus pulls mm. out because it's only the bus is only there for fifteen minutes. Right, right. Yeah, it was it was a it, it was a, a a twenty minute thirty minute plane layover. I saw Santa Catarina from the window of my my seat in the plane um but i i i used to buy pagliosa in sao paulo and then i picked up some uh some pagliosa in uh in curitiba so okay no i'm just i'm just i just want to look at the packaging really quick just to remember because i think if if there is a store here that would have it it would be merciaria domach because they have some, hmm. no, they they really try to bring in some different brands besides what you can just find at the store. Um, I am I am like ninety nine percent sure I saw Pagliosa at the Mercado Público last time I was there. Oh okay, but okay. Yeah, I don't remember would, which that which stall it was. Place. And that was also huh. you know, like five years ago, <laughs> so could be different now. But. Uh, Oh, that's weird. Their packaging is actually really similar to another brand here in Rio Grande do Sul. But that's not a topic for today. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're, um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Tere we were talking about cacao. cacao. We were talking about cacao nibs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was an hour uh, ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Yeah, anyway, going back to La Mejor, the best. Um, yeah, and uh, again, whenever you have people, you know, talking about sherba, talking about mate, you know, people, depending on their, you know, their their knowledge level, let's say, you know, they might know that, oh, in Paraguay, they tend to drink terere, or, you know, even knowing that they might choose to ignore it and say, you know, screw that. I don't like Terere, so I'm going to drink Pajarito Hot or whatever, you know, right? Um, so it is interesting, mm -hmm. you know, that Federico or FD rather, right? See, like pretty much yeah, everyone yeah. in the U.S. calls the company Federico. Um, yeah, like everybody. But I guess technically that's not correct. The brand is technically FD. Um, anyway, uh, to have them say, hey, these are two seemingly identical products right like they're both organic sherba one is for terere one is for mate obviously you know you open the box and you look and you're like oh yeah these are not identical but you know just looking at the box you you would think they're identical right um oh yeah yeah so there's like, literally no oh, difference between these two <laughs> oh, like they're both organic sherba one just says no, it's for terere no one, one just says it's for mate so mm. that's that's really interesting that they they go out of their way, and the fact that you know the the pure leaf one is the one they say for mate, so that's interesting. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm kind of curious. But again, yeah, like we chose to review these sherbas as they were labeled, right? So we we drank the one yes. that says it's for terere as terere, the one for mate as mate. But I bet. The one for mate makes a great terere. And I bet the one for terere makes yeah. a good mate too. So it's just interesting to note yeah. that the company chose to differentiate. Because it, if you really think about it, right, 
pure leaf varieties are kind of known for being stronger, right? Because the stick kind of adds a little bit of just some would say filler. Fills it out. <laughs> some would say, mm-hmm. you know, adds yeah. brightness. Yeah. Um, depending on who you ask. So you would think that you would want the pure leaf for the tereré because tereré, by nature of it being cold water, is slower to extract the flavor, right? And then you would want yep, the exactly. one with stick for mate because, you know, hey, it's mate, it's hot water. But it's the opposite, mm. right? So that's interesting. They they the really want the, the the mate to be strong and robust and a real nice mate. Mm-hmm. And then they have like their... So, I mean, I, I would be curious, you know, I didn't ask them this because I didn't think to ask them, but it would be interesting to know kind of the what research went behind making these these blends, why they choose to market the pure leaf cut as being ideal for mate, right? And why the right. why the the let's say traditional Paraguayan cut. And maybe it's as simple as, you know, Paraguayan tradition, right? Where maybe Paraguayans are used to seeing sticks in their mate, in their sherba rather, and so they see that, they see the cut that they know and oh yeah this is what i make today of whereas you know mate is still very widely drunk in paraguay but you know kind of takes takes the back seat so they have a little Mm. bit more wiggle room in how they market things right yeah yeah something to kind of differentiate they're like oh okay this isn't typical terere sherpa Mm -hmm. yeah but uh it's good yeah i i'm Again, like you said, drinking hot Paraguayan mate is not something that really crosses my mind very often. Um, I do have, you know, a couple. I have like the Campesino for with anise. I have the Curupi with anise. I have the FD with anise now, right? So like those. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but drinking just plain Paraguayan sherba, I if I see plain no compuesta no other herbs i just see sherba and it's from paraguay i instantly think okay yeah terere time cool but that's it it is interesting just to see kind of that different angle and drink it and yeah it's good it's it's good yeah i would still love to try the la mejor as terere but it is uh and you know that's not to say that you know other you just because it's marked as formate or because other ones aren't marked for mate, you know, you can drink it however you want. It's just there must be yeah. a reason why the company says that, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe they did some taste tests. They're like, oh, okay, majority vote. This one was actually more appealing, more, mm-hmm. more, more, uh, more pleasing to drink as as terere or as and, as and much. interesting to note, right? Mate. So I mean, Sorry. yeah. And, and this is sort of a little spoiler alert to the next episode where we talk about the, the blends, right? But so the FD with anise, they say ideal for mate. The FD mint limon, they say ideal for terere. However, the la potente, which has catuaba, and the... La Especial, which has, uh, off the top of my head, I know it has, like, I think it has mint, it has, I think it has color de caballo and maybe pata de buey. Um, both of those, anyway, the La Especial and the La Potente, they just say, eh, 
sherba with herbs. <laughs> they don't give you any guidance. So I don't know if that means that do what it's want. like, yeah, do what you want. It works great both ways. Or if it's just, yeah, I just think that's interesting because they have a little stamp in that little section on that little corner where the other ones have mm -hmm. a designation of what temperature you should drink it at. But they just have it. And then it just says, yeah, it's got herbs. <laughs> it's a blend. Got herbs and stuff. It's, you know, I don't know. <laughs> So. We don't know what to, what you want to do with it. You figure it out. Yeah. Well, so I'm just thinking off the top of my head because I think the campesino and the uh, the curupi with catuaba, they both kind of imply, yeah, this is for terere. Um. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but again, catuaba, it's sort of like a sort of like a kind of a mustardy, cinnamony flavor. It's a tree bark, so maybe it would. I mean. This, we'll talk about it more on the next episode, but that's just that's a little yeah. something to think about, a little taste test, a little little appetizer for the next one, right? Thinking about catuaba and temperatures, but just wanted to shout that out there while it was fresh on the brain that I noticed that two of the brand yeah. or two of the yeah. two of the varieties they give you no guidance. Mm -hmm. Please, FD, I need to know. Need to figure this out. Yeah. It's a mystery. <laughs> Tell me how to drink your product. <laughs> Tell me how to consume. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else you want to say about La Mejor before we kind of wrap this up? Um, I think I think said I said what I wanted to say about it. It's it's solid. It's it's great. Like. really like it actually yeah like i'm drinking it and i just keep drinking it i'm not even thinking about it because it's it's just it's it's not too strong it's not too weak it's it's good flavor it's got that astringence mm -hmm. um it could it could very well turn out to be an everyday mate for me yeah it's very real pleasing. nice and, it, and it's definitely you know unique as a paraguayan sherba that is pure leaf and is advertised for drinking it hot. Mm. So that's definitely something yep. Uh, you yep. don't see every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, would recommend. Yeah, we would recommend you try it. And uh, if you want to try it, again, we have that great discount code um, with our friends at Tango Foods USA. Uh, we'll put the link in the description, the show notes, whatever you want to call it. Um, and the code is... Federico, all one word, hyphen 15. And that's good for 15% off either the Federico or the La Mejor. Um, as well as, as a special fun thing we're doing with Tango Foods, we are actually doing our very first Mate Guys giveaway. And what are we giving away? We are giving away Clark. Clark will come to your house and clean for you. <laughs> clean for you. And all you have to do is all you have to do is pay for his plane ticket to your house. As easy as and that. And he will do the work for free. <laughs> do the work for free. Be no, your living uh, maid. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so we are actually giving away um, some free sherba, obviously, right? So we're giving away um, some free Federico and La Mejor. Uh, so this is a fun little thing that we're trying out um unfortunately 
this is limited to the United States of America only. Really sorry about that for, for unfortunately, international giveaways get all sorts of complicated. Um, so for at least this one, maybe someday we'll do an international one, but this one is limited to residents of the United States of America. Um, and how we're going to do it, because I didn't prepare well beforehand, um, we're going to just have you, if you want to enter, all you have to do is email us at mateguys at gmail.com. That is mateguys at gmail.com. Um, send us an email with your first and last name and uh, the phrase. Uh, what phrase should we have them send? Ooh. Um... Uh, let's see. I think of a phrase. I can only think of pecan sandies right now. Oh, <laughs> how about give me the mate? Give me the mate. I would also accept give me the mate. Give me that mate. Anything within that that wheelhouse, right? Mm, so variant. send us send us an email with your first and last name and the phrase. Give me the mate. That way we know you're entering our contest, okay? You know you now, want the mate. Now, we are recording this. Yes. We are. So, again, limited to the United States only. What we're going to do is we're probably... we're So, we're recording this on the 7th of March. For the purposes of this giveaway, this episode is going to go live tomorrow. So, you are going to, at the earliest, be listening to this on the 8th of March. We are going to give you one week, okay? So we will give you till the 15th of March. On the 16th of March, I'm going to take all those names that got sent, put them in some sort of computer randomized picker, and whoever gets picked, I will be emailing you for your address. Um... And then I will be giving that information to Tango Foods, who will be sending you your free sherba. So please, if you want to enter, again, send us an email at mateguys at gmail.com with your first and last name and the phrase, give me the mate. Terms and conditions apply. <laughs> <laughs> and even if you don't win that free sherba, again, Federico-15, Tango Foods USA, gets you 15% off either of the products we talked about today. And that code, I believe, is good until the end of March. So you have a few weeks for that one. Yeah. So take advantage of that if you don't win our awesome giveaway. Yep. I'm going to enter the giveaway myself. <laughs> no, just kidding. Heck, I might too. Up my chances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, limited to the U.S. only. <laughs> oh, dang it. Clark. Ah. Yeah. Just kidding. I I'm tried. just kidding. I'm not going to enter. <laughs> you did try. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for us today. Um, yep. Even if you don't want to enter the giveaway um, or if you're ineligible to enter the giveaway, we'd still love to hear your comments, your questions, your concerns, your, your complaints. Mateguys um, at gmail.com. Um, and... Uh, yeah, we look forward to hearing from you all, and uh, definitely try the FD. 
And maybe we can actually get people to call it the right name. Because apparently they're not all not called happening. Federico. Yeah. So weird. Trying to make a literally, trend. literally, yeah, literally realized that today while I was yeah. reviewing my notes for today's episode. I was like, wait a minute. None of the others say Federico on it. They just say FD. <laughs> yeah. Something's so, wrong with this. My apologies to the company for not calling it by the right name for the last five years. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. Oops. But uh, yeah, so thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the flippity flip. See you later. <laughs>